This is Kramer Financial Talk with Jim Kramer of Kramer Investment Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Jim Kramer provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. So listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Kramer Financial Talk with Jim Kramer. Welcome back to another episode of Kramer Financial Talk. My name is Jim Kramer. If you'd like to hear more information about our show today, for listeners in Wisconsin, our Lake Geneva phone number is 262-729-4128. For listeners in Illinois, our McHenry office number is 815-331-8096. Feel free to reach out to us on our website, www.kramerinvestmentservices.com. Our podcasts are available online for view. And any questions, or if you wish to schedule a one-on-one meeting, feel free to do so. We can schedule a Zoom meeting or in person, or just answer questions over the phone. We're here to help. So our topic today is really going to be on two different subjects. One is going to be regarding the Qualified Longevity Annuity Contract, otherwise known as the QLAC, and also the HSA, or Health Savings Account. What's the benefits of both? What are some of the drawbacks? But before we do, I want to get into uh, our discussion with our co-host today, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you? I am doing great today, Jim. And I really am thankful you have me on the show today because I'm interested. I don't know a lot about the QLACs or QLACs, um, Qualified Longevity Annuity Contracts. Um, And so that's relatively a new one on me. And of course, HSAs, uh, interested to hear your take on that or how it can help our uh, listeners out there, what they need to know uh, that they might not about those. So uh, this is going to be a good one. I've been doing great. How are you doing, Jim? Good, Tony. Um, just um, purchased a house this weekend. What? So I'm going to be selling my my home here, and I'm going to get a place in Woodstock, Illinois, just over the border. Really? You're moving yeah. to Illinois? Wow. No. Wow. Yeah, not far though, right? No, the land of Lincoln, just on the other side. Yep, yep. So uh, Woodstock, very cool. Um, a little different than Woodstock, New York, um, for those familiar with yes. with that uh, location and festival. But um, I, you're bringing the festival to Woodstock, Illinois. Uh, if you're, do, do you know, if you're there, you know that's the movie, where the party is at. I know that. You, you know the movie Groundhog Day? I love the movie Groundhog Day. That's where they filmed it. You're kidding me. No, that's where Bill Bill Murray spends a lot of his time there. Oh wow! And that's actually it wasn't filmed in in uh, Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. It was actually <laughs> yeah. filmed in Woodstock. Wow, that's very cool. Yeah. Well, maybe you'll yeah. run into Bill while you're there. Maybe say hi to him for me. That would be awesome. Um, so you've already bought a new home? Yes, I just made the offer. It was accepted on Saturday. Um, but you haven't some sold, you haven't sold and, your old house yet? No, okay. no. Yeah, it's you, gonna it's gonna happen. But um, you know, the wheels are in motion now. Good, good. So yeah, it was a bit it was a very busy weekend. I bet. Well, it's exciting. Congratulations on Thank your you new on your new home. I bet you're excited. I am. Yeah, that's cool. I'm, I'm very excited. That's cool. Moving yeah. on up. 
to the east out. side, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? Don't get me singing that. I'll sing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's a theme song everybody knows from the old know, Jefferson awesome. show. Yeah, that's a great. That was a great show. It was a great show. Well, okay. Today, QLAX and HSAs. Wh- where do you want to start? QLAX. All right. Let's start with the QLAX. Yeah. Well, not too many people know of these, but. It's a tax advantage in the law if you're in the right circumstance. And this is very circumstantial where this can come into play. Sure. It's, it's an annuity. It's held by an insurance contract, by an insurance company. Um, it sets aside money down the road, like much further down the road, that you can have access to this money on a guaranteed income for life basis. And the amount of money that it pays out once you reach a certain age is substantially higher than other types of guaranteed income annuities that you can purchase. But there's some downsides to this. But I'm going to give you a few case examples. But the design of this is for the individual that has a 401k or an IRA, and they don't have a sufficient need for this money at this point in time. Maybe they want to use it down the road for more emergencies, maybe for long-term care type of scenarios, but they're looking at this count as, boy, this is really going to raise my taxes when I get to age 73, which is that required minimum distribution starting point for 401ks and traditional IRAs. So this person is looking at this as, wow, this is really going to rev up my taxes. Well, there's a way around that, and that's through these QLACs or qualified longevity annuities. You can, as an individual now, as of this year, put in up to $200,000 of your retirement account into this form of investment. So again, this is an annuity. It's an insurance account. It's designed to set aside income for you later down the road. You can set aside a death benefit for it. So if you never use the money, it's going to go out as a a death benefit to someone. But really, the objective is to use this money later on, say when you're age 80 or 85. Um, While you wait to use this money, Unlike other IRA accounts, there's no tax that you have to pay. There's no forced withdrawal because technically the insurance company now has access to that money. And when you're ready, they'll start to pay that money out to you. So to the IRS, you can avoid several years worth of taxes by investing into this. Well, that's good. I mean, we all want to, uh, (laughs) if we can minimize the tax burden, uh, that's huge, isn't it? Yes, but one of the situations that often comes awry is all of a sudden you now need the money. You, you weren't planning ah. on it, but now all of a sudden you need it. That's the drawback here is once you set up this account, let's say if you put aside $100,000 at age 65 and now you're in your mid-70s and you need to start using it sooner, you know it's probably not going to be made available to you based on the way that most of these contracts read. Sure, A lot of them are not going to start until age 80 at the very least. So I'll give you an example of how this could work. And if it's done in the right way, it could be really powerful with what it could do. Sure. So let me see if I can. So you're giving up. It sounds like amazing. But what you're giving up is liquidity. You're giving up a lot of liquidity. In fact, the money you give to that insurance company, you will not have access to until the initial starting date where you can what we call annuitize. The contract, that is when you can start taking out guaranteed income for life payments. So let's give you an example here. We have a 65-year-old individual has no need for this money right now. Can't envision it, maybe as an emergency down the road. 
This person does not have any children, so they're not focused on a death benefit. This is going to be just there for them later on in life. So this person decides to take 200000 the maximum, put them into this QLAC account. This person at age 85 can start to draw out based on one of the available QLAC accounts that are available these days. They could get $11,175 per month at age 85 at that point in time. I mean, that's wow. per month. Wow. So really within two years, they more than got back their, their deposit. And then some, then they're in the profit zone. By the time they're age 90, they've made a decent profit on this. They lived to 95, even better if they lived to 100. For somebody with longevity and lack of need for this money, so long as they have other retirement resources in case of emergencies, so, that could be a great idea. Well, sure. Yeah, my grandfather lived to 101, right? And so uh, <laughs> he would have made right? a lot of money had he had one of these. He did not. Absolutely. But, but he should have talked to you. Um uh, 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 a while back. So, uh, here's my question though. Let's say I get a QLAC, one of these longevity annuity contracts, and I, it's set to kick in when I turn 85. Um, uh, that, then I start taking the monthly payments. Uh, but I pass away at 82 or 84. Let's say I was okay. going to start at 85. I pass away at 84. What happens to the $200,000 I put in there? Okay. It depends on if you elected a death benefit option. If you elect the death benefit option in the event you pass away before you use it, the principal will be returned. There might be even extra that is going to be returned based on the features of this. Sure. However, if you set aside, and most people do not set aside a death benefit with this because they want to get the maximum payout. Sure of that annuity. So what they'll do is instead of a death benefit, when you start to elect it, you're going to get that higher payout of what I just referenced. Yep. So this, that $200,000 QLAC that was funded at age 65 contained no death benefit. So if that person passed away prior to age 85, nothing gets paid out. The insurance company gets to keep all that money. Mm. But if you live longer, that payout can be significant. Sure. Especially if you live to 101 like your grandfather. Did. Yeah. That could be a fantastic investment, but also could be a horrible one. Depending yeah. upon, do you want to roll the dice a little so bit? So there is some risk with that one. Yes, but if you don't need that death benefit, let's say you, you, you don't have children or your children are fine and you're not focused on that, maybe it's better to focus on that payout, especially if you needed long-term care. Or, you, sudden, or you have other things you're leaving to your uh, children. You have a regular yes. life insurance policy. You have assets like a house or an IRA. So those things can go to your kids, but you have a QLAC set up for you, for your Correct. longevity. So if you set aside a death benefit, that it lifetime payout will be smaller and it will depend on that company with how much of a reduction they'll provide you with. It's, uh, okay. it's all case by case. Sure. Nothing is set in stone. It's all based on what the companies are willing to offer at that point in time. Sure. And everybody's situation is different. Well, yeah, that sounds like, you know, there are select people out there that that might be a great idea for, uh, but there are certain people that they definitely wouldn't want to do that. But I'm glad you That's explained right. that uh, and to know what our options are out there. I think it's um, it's important to know what all your options are, uh, because if all you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. I mean, if, if all you're doing is investing in stocks, 
that's not good. If all you're doing is putting money into annuities, that's not good. If all you're doing is putting money in your bank, that's not good. You need asset diversification and allocation. So as you've said many times on past shows, right? That's right. So this is a way in which to get a form of a tax break. Sure. Uh, You know, especially in those uh, years when you start having required minimum distributions, defer it to later on in life. And the payout that you get at that with this type of contract is way higher than what a required minimum distribution would entail. Sure. Um, It's a way to really get a lot of money back on your investment. Do it in a safe way. But... You know, like we you just had mentioned here, it's not right for everybody because you might need that money prior to age 80 or 85. Right. And you've you prevented yourself from getting access to that money. Sure. So, you know, if you have a lot of other income streams for retirement and a lot of uh, cash reserves, uh, this might be a good option. If you don't, probably not. Right. Yeah. Right. So then let's segue Tony, into the other topic I was going to bring up today, the health savings account. And I think this health savings account is undervalued by many consumers there in the United States. Uh, If you have a health savings account eligible health plan, and that's a high deductible plan, it's got to meet the government requirements, you have the advantage of getting a tax break on money you put in to the account And as long as it's pulled out for the right reasons, things that are covered by law, and I'm going to briefly touch upon that, you won't pay any taxes on the pullout, which is different than the 401k or the IRA where you get the tax deduction on the money you put in, but you have to pay the tax on the way out when you make that withdrawal. This one is sort of a a double tax-free account. You get the tax break and you get to pull out the money completely tax-free, again, so long as it's used for the right purposes. Wow, that's huge. And also with an HSA, unlike a flex account, um, the money you put in while you're working, so you've got this health care plan that allows you to get an HSA and you put money into it, I could fund it for all the health care costs I'm going to have in retirement because I know Medicare doesn't pay for everything uh, far from it. And so I can use this for things like hearing, vision, dental, long-term care, whatever, my out-of-pocket expenses, because with Medicare, there's still going to be premiums and deductibles. So uh, plus the advantage plans cost money. So I can use HSA money for medical expenses in retirement. Yes. Uh, even after I've stopped that uh, healthcare plan through my company, the money I put into an HSA, I don't lose it. It's mine forever That's it. to pull out, right? Absolutely. So now, as long as you have an HSA eligible plan, Tony, you can put in, if you're an individual, you can put in up to $3,850 if you're under the age of 55. If you're over the age of, if you're 55 or older, it's $4,850 is the maximum. If it's a family plan, it's essentially almost doubles uh, for, for, um, People under 55, the maximum is $7,750. For people 55 and up, it's $8,750. Now, that's a complete tax write-off. For every dollar you're putting in up to that maximum is a tax write-off. And many employer plans, the employer will normally contribute on top of that to match your contribution. And you can invest these accounts more, more than it used to be in mutual funds. 
even exchange traded funds can so be offered. So it can in grow this. within that account. Yeah. So instead so of putting it growth. in a money market account where it's just sitting there, yeah. you know, put it into something that can grow over time. So when you pull that money out, you've got a decent nest egg that you've built aside, especially to cover those Medicare premiums right. later on in life. Or so buy it, those hearing aids, right? Uh, absolutely. Because Medicare yeah. doesn't pay for that. So uh, here's my question for you, though. You you mentioned those limits of how much we can put into an HSA. Yes. Uh, well, we're working at those different age ranges or if we're family or individual. But is that per year or total? That is per year. So that is the so limit that's good, though, for this year. Per year, mm-hmm. I mean. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a pretty good. And there's a number of things, like you were mentioning, where this money can be used at. And one last thing, you brought up the flexible spending account. Yeah. This is not a use it or lose it benefit like a flexible spending account where you have only through the calendar year in which to use that or it's lost lost for that year. Wow. So this, yeah, this, you don't lose anything you put in. It's always there. No, for it's you. your money. It's yeah. your money. And it so goes in tax-free, comes out tax-free. That is that there's nothing else they offer in the, in the, the IRS code where you get a tax break on both ends. On both ends, the wow. contribution and the pullout. Wow! So to me, this is a uh, this is a fantastic loophole yeah. that people should be taking advantage. of. I remember seeing a speaker at a financial conference once. In fact, I think you and I were both there, maybe possibly. But um, someone said that their what's their favorite investment account or the most important uh, investment uh, that you can make for retirement planning. And people, you know, some people said the Roth IRA or an IRA or your 401k, uh, you know, or market stock portfolios. And he said, nope, none of those. And they're like, what? And he said, nope, the HSA, because you get a tax break going in, you get a tax break coming out. And well, you can't use that money that you pull out for everything and get that tax break if you pull it out and use it for anything remotely. And the list, I've read the list. I mean, you it's can huge. buy aspirin and cough syrup with it. You can buy right. over-the-counter as well as prescription uh, uh, medications. Uh, pretty much anything healthcare-related, they're pretty good about that, I've heard. Um, right? Am I right on yes. that? Yes. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I mean, it's it's uh, it's quite a bit. Um, they allow for even over-the-counter medicines, yeah. cold and flu. Yep. Uh, you know, for uh, breastfeeding equipment supplies, dental related expenses, family planning. That's could be quite expensive. Yeah. Um, that's all covered. First aid. We, we talked about this already. The Medicare premiums, they even cover things such as sunscreen. Yep. Sunscreen, um, band-aids. Vision. Yeah. Most vitamins are covered. Um, actually the truth that no, actually most over the counter vitamins are not covered, but they do cover glucosamine. Oh yeah. Supplements. Sure. Uh, things related to arthritis and prenatal. Yeah, certain supplements. Most vitamins are not, right? But but right. Su- that's what you meant. But supplements are uh, some supplements. Well, I mean, wow. I mean, that's that's huge in your planning. And, and people might say, well, I mean, uh, why do I want to load all this money into an HSA? What if I don't have a lot of health expenses in retirement? But that that is one of the biggest misconceptions because you've said on past shows, Jim, that one of our biggest expenses to every study shows uh, in retirement is going to be health. There's health care, there's living expenses and taxes. Those are your big three. Absolutely. And, and health care is huge, right? I mean, most people spend 
I forget what the figure is, like $250,000 in retirement on health care. That's right. And even if for the healthiest person, there's going to come a day where they need to take some sure. prescription drug that's pretty expensive. Yeah, as we get older, we're going to have to go to the doctor more often. It's going to happen. Yeah. And then your Part D of Medicare, that prescription drug plan, has a donut hole. And yeah, it for has holes. just about everybody, it, it, they have, it has holes. So eventually you're going to have to spend a decent amount of money out of your pocket and having that money set aside, even if it's not being used for a number of years, all of a sudden you've got this pot of money that would be incredibly uh, advantageous to use at that point in time. You can use it for any out-of-pocket prescriptions. Plus it's set aside. That way you don't have to worry about taking money out of your monthly living expenses to pay for healthcare. That's right. Because you've already got it in an account that can come out tax-free. You don't have to worry about it. So the more you can sock away in an HSA, if you can max it out every year while you're working, uh, especially like that last 10 years, you know, or five, wow, that's huge. Yes. And and so for people that do have HSA eligible type of accounts, I definitely encourage them to open up a HSA uh, account through either their employer or go to the bank. Set up an HSA investment account and start socking that money away. That's a really good use of that money. Yeah, huge. Uh, that's great. Well, I'm glad we talked about HSAs as well. Uh, it sounds like HSAs are going to be applicable to most of our listeners. Well, QLACs, which we talked about first, the QLACs, um, for a select few, but also important to understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's many different choices for investors to look at. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it most of the time it's going to be situational. There are times that pretty obvious, like the HSA uh, is one of the best investment plans that are out there sure. because of the tax advantages that it has by law. And not enough people are, are taking advantage of that. Yeah. That's what I've heard as well, that they just um, people don't. Uh, and the smart people and a lot of uh, wealthy people, they do take advantage because they, uh, they know, uh, they're, they're really watching their money, but it really applies for all of us, no matter where you're at, uh, you want to take advantage of that. That's why, you know, talking to a good advisor who's up on all these different laws that can be really helpful to somebody oh, in retirement. Huge. Well, how can our listeners get a hold of you, Jim, to set up that no charge consultation so you can put a plan in place and let them know about all the options they have? Okay, if you're in Wisconsin, you can call our Lake Geneva number 262-729-4128. If you're in Illinois, the McHenry number is 815-331-8096. We are registered in a number of other states. So if you're listening in, if you want to inquire as to, you know, if you want to have a consultation with me, probably can make that happen. Just call one of our office numbers and we can set up a, a time via Zoom. Uh, if you're in the area, we can set up a face-to-face meeting at either one of our offices, and we're just here to help. All right. Sounds great. Thank you so much, Jim. And listeners, thanks for tuning in. That does it for today's episode of Kramer Financial Talk. Thank you for listening to Kramer Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jim Kramer at Kramer Investment Services. Call 262-729-4128 or visit them online at KramerFinancialTalk.com. 
Fee-based planning and investment advisory services are offered by Crayman Investment Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Wisconsin and Illinois. Insurance products and services are offered through Kramer Investment and Insurance Services, Inc. Kramer Investment Services, LLC, and Kramer Investment and Insurance Services, Inc. are affiliated companies. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. We are not affiliated with or enforced by the Social Security Administration, the Federal Medicare Program, or any other government agency. Calling this number will direct you to a licensed sales agent.